Matthew Holt, this might be our best episode ever. We've got stop making money. We've got, I know, Tiger and a Series F, which leads one to wonder who's going to get to the end of the alphabet first, COVID-19 or Lyra Health? It can only be the January 20th episode of Health Tech Deals. You're listening to Health Tech Deals. I'm Jessica DeMassa, and this is the show where I ask Matthew Holt to weigh in on the week's most important deal flow in healthcare technology in just two minutes. A Series F. Can you imagine if you had gone, I don't even know what's trying to do that. that like throwing that? gang signs. I have no idea. But if I were one of those companies that went public last year, I'd be like, oh no, especially after... Tuesday was it the bad day? Oh my god. The elevator went down hard on Tuesday. Yeah, I had a couple of tweets out about that. There were, I don't know, a lot, there was a lot of red ink all over the digital health stocks, and many of them down more than 10%. And by the way, this is after they've been down for now six months, in fact, in some cases nine months. It's so bad. You have to, you guys, if you haven't seen this tweet that you put out, find it at Bolty Boy. It's like a screenshot of like the health tech portfolio we built. And it's like, it was a sea of red and it's like, yeah, double digit red. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yet, and yet we're about to reveal huge funding rounds at huge valuations. I assume some of those companies are going to keep buying some of the public companies or the public companies are going to come back or Something's got to change somewhere at some point. Everybody keeps talking about like the big, like non-traditional players in healthcare, like Walmart. What are they going to buy? Like Amazon. I mean, because this stuff is just here. Like, well, it's still it's still not particularly cheap, right? Because now you know someone was saying the other day, Teladoc was at four times earnings. Now it's at seven times earnings. It's not an earnings uh, 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 revenue. Revenue. <laughs> Somebody put out. In response to my tweet, there are in response to my tweet, there are only actually eight of those companies on my list that were profitable, and two of them. One of them is one of them is Allscripts, the other one's Cerner, so and the other one's RCM, who we talked about. So there's about four or five of the new ones which are profitable. Uh, Doximity is, um, Progeny is, but not a lot of others. Oh well, let's go talk about the private. Stop this timer because there is a lot of money to be talked about now. Wheel gets 150 million, raised total up to 216. This is a Series C. Tiger leads it alongside Lightspeed Venture Partners. Matthew Holt, big money for Wheel. Tiger has come after Michelle Davis. She's built a great business there. Basically, they were around one and one and one and one and a third million inpatient visits, uh, so patient visits on their system. It's white labeled telemedicine for other people. We think they're behind hymns, maybe, but she hasn't saying who. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is growing up pretty fast. They, they said in press release expected to triple in 2022. So uh, doing really well. Whether it's going to be worth, you know, <laughs> Tiger are going to get their money back. They might get their money back quickly because. You know, why you, as she's building this system um, for more and more doctors, you know, technology and doctors on the system, it's got to be attracted to somebody who wants to get into that. So that might be an exit that's coming up soon, I think. Or they might just go and buy, you know, America Well or someone. Okay, Topography Health gets 21.6 million in an A. Bain and Andreessen are in this one. You like this one. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, uh, it's a smaller deal compared to some of the others we've seen. But what it's doing is it's essentially allowing doctors to take their practice and turn it into a clinical trial center um, and become investigators in clinical trials. And it's setting up all the back stuff for that, which is very complicated. And there are, you know, there is just unlimited demand for both doctors and new patients in clinical trials. So it's interesting. Here comes that series F for Lyra, 235 million. 
brings the total up to 915 million valuation now at 5.85 billion. What do you think? Is it worth it? It's crazy. It's up 30% since last summer when everyone else's valuation is down. They bought an international EAP system called the ICAS World. You know, uh, they are going to, they've got Dragoneer and Salesforce and Katui in there. They, they're going to keep growing this thing. It is uh, by far the biggest valuation in mental health that we see. Another mental health company, Big Health, DTX in that space. They get $75 million in a Series C. They get total up to $130. I'll wait for you to join me. I'm just saying. Stop back money. Look, they are pretty, I know you know these guys really well. Um, it's a yeah. British company, the British company, Peter, Peter Hames. They have taken an approach very unlike, and, they, and it was poked at in the Fast Company interview that they gave, uh, very unlike the folks at Pear and the others who were getting down the path of prescription digital therapeutics. They have built these tools. They're automated tools. They're called the digital therapeutics, but they're automated tools to be run with the rest of the healthcare system. They're selling to employers, health plans, and all this. They're not going to get doctors to prescribe them per se. The two they've got now, one is for uh, anxiety. Insomnia, called Sleepio, and the other Sorry. one's called Daylight for like anxiety. Daylight's for anxiety, right? Sleepio's Sleepio is the original one uh, for insomnia. Um, and they've got a bunch of other, other under the hood to come. They've had, what, 250,000 people use these things and yeah. compared to some of the, the other digital therapeutics, which have got, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of people on them. You know, they've, they've done really well. Uh, I would think they've got to be, again, a candidate to be taken to something else because, I mean, I, think I, don't, so? not, I don't think they're a standalone company long term. And someone like Alira, you know, who doesn't have, who has like the big network of psychiatrists. In the end, this is going to be partly human and partly machine. We've had this discussion many times. We had it at our conference. I think in the end that Big Health will be dragged into one of dragged into one of those. But God knows what the valuation is. SoftBank will get their money back, and maybe Peter Haynes will be given a private jet and a whole stash of marijuana to go fly around the world with. Because that's isn't that how uh, SoftBank CEOs usually roll? Only if you're WeWork. I think they learned their lesson. There's probably a series of clauses in the in the terms of these deals <laughs> but now. Morality like, behavior not... clauses about vodka shots and uh, we'll see. Oh, well. I think so, probably. Sounds, sounds less fun over at Big Health than it might be. Maybe we'll check in with Peter and see how his private checks. Yes, yeah, so we'll have to check in with him and hear how things are going there. Oh my gosh, but still, you've got to wonder about that valuation, especially to, I mean, like, we, I just think Headspace Health acquired Sayana, which is like very similar to me, but as big in the sense that they've got like a self-care anxiety thing and a sleep thing, but it's like not nearly as far along as, as Peter and those guys have gotten in terms of clinical validation and just market uptake. I mean, I think big health has had, when I, I looked at this quite seriously for another client a while back, big health has had by far the most clinical studies of any of these mental health companies. They've really awesome. done that stuff, which is great. I'm not sure anyone cares, right? Cause modern health, which the well think has had none yet, you know, has grown incredibly fast. Um, and I'm not sure how much, the end customer, the employers care that much about the clinical validation. But essentially, in the end, I think you're going to see a few big players who are going to go all the way from, you know, psychiatrists, psychologists, coaches, uh, machines, and going to wrap it all up. My guess is Lyra hasn't done much on the machine front. Big health has done so. I'm calling that as the next acquisition. But but, but Lyra also had a Lyra also had a deal uh, with uh, Silvercloud, right? We're not part of Amwell. Amwell. Yeah. You mentioned earlier. Am, am well. Are we putting am well? We're putting the emphasis. I am on well them. as well as am well. Am well. <laughs> it was American well, but it's just why am well. Anyway, uh, and that's that's all going to slowly come together. And then, of course, you've got the other question as to you know how does that wrap into the bigger players like Teladoc's got better help and also uh, my strength, which is going to humans and automation as well. And what's Optum up to? They're able to and the other stuff they're doing. So 
there's a lot to go as we fix out mental health, but mental health continues to be this massive, massive problem, and it's attracted all this attention for good reason. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. <laughs> to improve your mental health significantly, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Justamasa talking about only good things about the industry. Now, if you want to see that that those two screenshots of the bleeding stocks, follow along, <laughs> multi boy. <laughs> You know, I will, oh, I will not, I will not help your mental health if you follow me. No, seriously. And then immediately download Headspace and start to do some deep breathing. But I will tweet out. There was a brilliant, one of my favorite cartoonists is a guy called Tom Tomorrow who does this one world. He did a brilliant cartoon about Twitter, about how it's both addictive and fantastic and also terrible at the same time. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet that out in a few minutes. Addictive when you start talking to me about health tech. Fantastic when you start talking about like all the stocks and your predictions for the future. Terrible when you're in line to get anything fixed at Best Buy or organizing a delivery. I understand what he's talking about completely. All right. And to never miss an episode of this cute little show or any of the other great content that's coming out of the healthcare blog, head on over to healthcareblog.com, subscribe to our email newsletter. We put that together. Take the best of this, the content that's been contributed to the blog by our writers, along with these health tech deals episodes and my WTF health interviews, and deliver it directly into your inbox, occasionally, weekly, whenever we feel like sending it out. <laughs> harsh, harsh. Oh, weekly, ha, ha, weekly. Ha. weekly. We just had a little trouble getting started for the start. <laughs> the love letter that Matthew Holf writes at the beginning has to have a lot of thought and care put into it, so it's worth it. Really All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> Bye. Bye.